Hi, this is Jeannie Patel-Thompson from ListenToYourGut.com, and I'm very pleased to talk to Dr. Hal Gunn today about an interesting new clinical trial he is running to induce remission in Crohn's patients. Now, you can also read about this trial at QCrohn'sTrial.com. That's spelled Q-U-C-R-O-H-N-S trial, T-R-I-A-L.com. Now, you may have already heard of Dr. Gunn. He is an integrative medical doctor who is well-known here in Canada for founding three integrative cancer treatment clinics. And we're going to get into Hal's story about how his work in cancer treatment led him over to this experimental Crohn's treatment in just a minute. But I also want to let you know that our overall purpose here is to give you all the details, pros and cons, risks and rewards of the current Crohn's clinical trial that Dr. Gunn is running. Because although he currently has 60 patients enrolled in the trial, he is looking for 24 more, and that might be you. So, Hal, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for inviting me, Jeannie. Okay, so let's jump right in. And can we start with the story of how you discovered this new experimental treatment for Crohn's? Unlike uh, most drugs uh, that are developed in the lab and then um, tested in mice and eventually in humans, we actually um, discovered this in my clinical practice. So we uh, demonstrated that, that it worked in humans first, and then we went back into mice to figure out exactly how it worked. So uh, it was an unusual research trajectory, more like how drugs were discovered 100 years ago. We showed that it worked, and then we, are try we tried to figure out how it worked. And how did you get the, the idea? The, Sorry, how did you get the idea for testing it on humans in the first place? Yeah, the basic concept is a relatively old one, the, the recognition that acute infection, although it can be life-threatening, can actually also stimulate our immune system. And uh, there's a growing recognition of the hygiene hypothesis, this idea that we're living in too clean a world and somehow that isn't giving our immune system enough stimulation. So as a consequence, there's an increased risk for diseases like cancer and um, and, and autoimmune diseases. Um, and the, so the basic idea and what we've discovered at Q is that acute infection stimulates what's called the innate immune system. And, and, and our body is designed that that response to acute infection actually helps us fight chronic inflammatory diseases like cancer and autoimmune disease. And in my clinical practice, in a, in a, over a period of two years, I had three patients with advanced cancer who went into remission following severe acute infection. So it got me very interested in how acute infection could stimulate the immune system in such a way to reverse even advanced cancer. Turns out that um, that process have, you don't actually have to create acute infection. You can simulate acute infection, and that's what our treatments, SSI do, SSIs, do is that they target that innate immune response to the organ or tissue where the disease is occurring. So let me see if I can summarize, and you're going to have to correct me if I get this wrong, but what I understand you're doing in this Crohn's clinical trial is you're taking killed E. coli bacteria and you're doing a subcutaneous injection into the skin, similar to what some would, someone would do when they're administering their insulin shot for diabetes. Have I got that correct? That's correct. So it's very simple and easy to, to give um, because it's given just underneath the skin. Right. And what would be, because when I heard about this, I first went, oh, yikes, that kind of reminds me of vaccination, and we all know what a 
gong show that turns out to be. So what would be the difference between what you're doing with injecting this bacteria and vaccination where they're injecting um, a heat kill virus or even lately synthetic antigens? Vaccines are designed to stimulate the adaptive immune system, which is an important arm of the immune system. But there's growing evidence that what the underlying problem is in cancer and in diseases like Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis is a defect or deficiency in the innate immune system. And SSIs are designed to stimulate the innate immune system, not the adaptive immune system like vaccines are, are designed to stimulate. And the innate immune system, turns out, is very important in a whole range of chronic inflammatory diseases. And an inability of the innate immune system to clear chronic infection seems to be an important underlying trigger for Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. So what we're trying to do is really restore the innate immune system, to stimulate the innate immune system so that it can function normally and clear up that chronic infection so it removes the underlying trigger for Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. And I think another key part is you're talking about SSIs, and um, it says here on your website, SSIs are preparations made from a single species of killed bacteria. And they're, they're also the whole bacteria, right? Like you're not, you're not taking off just you know, particularly powerful parts of that bacteria. Yes, most, well, almost all modern vaccines are component vaccines, so they're just a specific or one or two antigens from that vaccine. We're, we're really trying to simulate the experience in our body that occurs with an acute infection, but because the bacteria we use are killed, it can't cause an infection, but it simulates that natural response. And what we've discovered is that natural response that occurs in our body is very important for, for, for fighting diseases like cancer and chronic inflammatory disease, that our body has really a built-in mechanism to help fight those diseases when it responds to acute infection. But because in the modern world, we, we live in such a clean world, we're not, our immune system, our, specifically our innate immune system, isn't getting stimulated enough. So that, what, that's what we're trying to do is really restore that natural capacity of our body to to clear uh, chronic inflammation. And why are you having people inject it into their skin rather than swallow it? Uh, uh, the body needs to perceive it as a threat. So if we inject it underneath the skin, the body perceives it as a threat. The interesting thing about the way, and this is um, uh, Q-Biologic's discovery, is that the innate immune system doesn't respond everywhere in the body to acute infection. It responds in the organ or tissue where that bacteria normally causes infection. It's like if you have uh, an army, you want to direct that army to where the enemy is attacking, not everywhere. And so the innate immune system, in a, in a sense, is quite wise, and it targets that response in the organ or tissue where that bacteria normally causes infection. So in the context of Crohn's disease, we make the uh, immunotherapy, the SSI, from uh, E. coli. We inject it under the skin, and we get this targeted innate immune response in the gastrointestinal tract. 
And is that because the skin cells and the cells of the mucosal lining are actually very similar, if not the same type of cell? It's because there's an, uh, an important immune cell in the skin called a dendritic cell that is also present in other organs in the body, including the gastrointestinal tract. And it's that dendritic cell that recognizes uh, the danger signal from the bacteria and then uh, begins to initiate this site-specific response. Very interesting. And so how would, because another, um, you know, anybody who's had Crohn's for any length of time has probably heard about the pig worm treatment where people swallow the helminth worms, their live worms. Um, how would your treatment be similar or differ from the helminth pig worm treatment? That's actually the closest uh, treatment uh, to our treatment. The, the idea there is you're trying to stimulate this uh, immune response. The, the challenge uh, uh, that we've discovered about the innate immune system is that you need to continually stimulate it until the chronic infection or inflammation resolves. Um, the current treatments for Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, uh, current medical treatments, work by trying to suppress the adaptive immune response. But there's growing evidence that what the underlying problem is a, is a defect or deficiency in the innate immune system. And the innate immune system then is unable to clear this chronic infection with a wide variety of bacteria. And with SSIs, they're designed to stimulate this innate immune response, to restore this innate immune response, to allow the body then to clear that chronic infection. So there's no longer any trigger for the adaptive immune response and the inflammation then resolves. Our, our goal with SSI treatment is uh, the potential for long-term remission off of all treatment. And in the small number of patients that we treated prior to our large trial, there was some encouraging results that suggest, even though it was a small study, suggest that uh, we might be able to achieve that in a proportion of patients. And in that initial trial you ran, um, I understand that there are a number of them who it's now four years later and they are still in remission? The, the longest sustained remission is four and a half years, uh, and uh, he's been off uh, treatment, uh, all treatment, including our treatment, for three and a half years. Excellent. And then the treatment is, I believe, um, is it 16 weeks and you inject yourself every other day? The uh, trial itself uh, is designed uh, for a 16-week treatment period. Yeah. Uh, initially, half the patients will be on placebo and half the patients will be on SSI. And they'll take that injection every second day for eight weeks. At the end of eight weeks, anybody who hasn't responded gets switched over to SSI treatment for the next eight weeks. Um, and we designed it that way so everybody has an opportunity uh, to be on the SSI treatment. So the total length of treatment is either eight weeks or 16 weeks of uh, SSI treatment. If people respond to placebo initially, which is not likely but possible, then they would continue on placebo for the full length of the trial. But the, the, the majority of people would be on SSI treatment, uh, um, uh, half of them for 16 weeks and a large proportion uh, for eight weeks. 
I really like the way you've set that up because I don't know if I've heard of another trial that's set up like that where you actually are demonstrating care for the participants that, you know, you, you're usually with trials you have the scientific mandate that is everything and, and you know, foremost and all. And with the way you've set it up, it seems to me that you're just really concerned about you don't want someone coming in here, you know, flying to Vancouver three times during the course, doing all these injections, to have had nothing but a placebo and have no results by the end. Like it, you're showing that you're really looking out for the people in this study and that you want them to have the best chance of, of healing that they can have. Well, thank you. That That is very important to me, uh, Jeannie. My work at Inspire Health is all about uh, patient empowerment and engagement in health. And uh, I think it's of fundamental importance in uh in our healthcare system to recognize the importance and potential of patients' engagements and design everything we can do with uh, our patients in mind. And I know that's your work, so thanks so much for doing your work as well. Mm-hmm. And are, so are you hoping for this treatment? Like let's say it, you, know, you come through the clinical trial and it, it ticks all the boxes for being reliable and successful. Um, are you hoping for it to be used like a drug or a standalone treatment, or are you thinking of it as being one piece of a more holistic approach? Well, in my work at Inspire Health, I, I recognize that optimal care very much involves uh, people engaging in their own health. And we know that uh, Crohn's and ulcerative colitis are chronic inflammatory diseases, and there are many things that people can do to help uh, support their own health and immune system function and reduce chronic inflammation. So um, we are hoping, of course, that SSIs uh, are, are a, a successful treatment for Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. But uh, my personal philosophy is that uh, one should always be engaged in health and not rely solely on a particular medication. And we will in, continue to encourage any patients who contact us to engage in health in the way that, uh, similar to the way that you recommend uh, to patients. And I'm interested in the potential synergy, uh, as we talked previously uh, privately, uh, about people who engage in in your program and SSI therapy. I think there could be a strong synergy there. So if someone's already on my protocols or, you know, any other holistic protocols, um, can they be admitted to this trial and they can keep doing the things that, they found are working for them, or did they have to clear everything and only do the SSI? No, uh, we encourage people to continue to do the things that um, have been helpful for them, all of the various approaches to supporting health and the complementary approaches um, in relationship to that. Excellent. So, so this uh, is just would, adding one more piece. That's correct. The only exclusion criteria is TNF-alpha-blocking agents like Remicade and Humira. So if right. people are on those treatments, they can't be on the trial drug concurrently. So they would have to have their last injection of Remicator Humira 60 days before they started study treatment. Okay. But okay. in terms of com- complementary approaches to health, uh, we we welcome people on those treatments. That is excellent. And I just wanted to point out to people listening, because we talked really briefly about you having to travel to Vancouver, Canada um, three different times. And I want to let you guys know that Q has a very generous travel and accommodation allowance. So your expenses 
will be paid for, um, which is just another really excellent thing and so a big barrier to participation removed. And Hal, I believe you already have people in the trial who are from the United States and do you have any international participants? Uh, yes, we uh, have a, a couple of participants from uh, from Sweden, uh, one from New Zealand and a number from the U.S. and uh, we very much welcome U.S. and international uh, participation. Excellent. And you know, like I said, you can tell if someone's coming in from Sweden, the travel allowance is definitely generous and it covers your accommodation during during the, the points of the trial, the three points where you have to check in. So um, that is fantastic information, Hal, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how this trial unfolds. So people listening, if you think you may be interested in joining Dr. Hal Gunn and his team as a patient tester in this trial, you can get the application form and all the details from Dr. Gunn's website, qcronstrial.com. That's Q-U-C-R-O-H-N-S-P-R-I-A-L.com. And you can also contact them through that site with any other questions or concerns or ideas that you might have. Hal, is there anything else you wanted to, to say before we close, or did we pretty much hit on everything? Just to thank you for inviting me today, Jeannie. Thanks so much for uh, the opportunity to get the word out about our trial. Yeah, it's fantastic. And I'm sure we're going to be hearing lots more from you as this trial draws to a close and, and afterwards as well. It's quite an exciting thing that you're doing here. Thanks so much, Hal. Thanks, Jeannie.